Hey everybody and welcome once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman and today as we devotionally work through the New Testament, we are in 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Now if you remember the kind of the, the big picture of what's happening in this book of Corinthians, uh, 2 Corinthians, Paul is, he's encouraging the believers in Corinth um, specifically away from thinking uh, or aligning themselves with the these uh, super apostles who have an, an external ministry that is full of hype and full of, I guess, uh, personality and charisma that is uh, drawing people to them. He, he's, he's warning this church from aligning with that. And instead, he's calling them toward really the, the sincere, pure ministry, a ministry that is, is really rooted and founded and through and through centered on Christ and his crucifixion and his resurrection. And so as this uh, kind of almost debate continues, where we see, okay, what are we rooted in? We we preach Christ. We teach Christ. We focus on Christ. We we don't do the underhanded methods. We don't try to lure people without really just plainly proclaiming Christ. And, uh, And then in the backdrop, there's those who do it the wrong way. Well, now in chapter six, we get to a portion where this is often used to describe um, relationships between Christians and non-Christians. It's the text that is, uh, we'll see in a minute, it describes being unequally yoked. And a lot of times in our culture, we, uh, Christian culture at least, we say, you know, uh, we don't want to be unequally yoked. And so that means if you're a Christian, you shouldn't marry a, a non-Christian. And, and while that is true, and while there's a lot of wisdom in that, and um, any pastor will counsel you along those lines, that actually isn't the point of this text. I think it could be an extended application of it. But this text is, it's looking at partnering in ministry, the way we do ministry, the way we do life, the way we lock hand in hand, arm in arm, for really the mission that we're on in this world. And so let me introduce you to the text. Let's read through, let's walk through it, and let's think through some of the implications in our modern day as we look at the the ancient way of, of God's word. And so here's where we find ourselves. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, starting in verse 14. The scripture says, Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Well, let's, let's just stop here for a minute. This is imagery of an agrarian culture where they're, where they're plowing the field and they have a yoke connecting one animal to another and then that's connected to a plow. And so like in, in Deuteronomy uh, chapter 22, there's a, a picture of not, not yoking an ox with a donkey. Why? Because one is much stronger than the other. One is larger than the other. This will result in the, the field being plowed improperly. And so don't be unequally yoked. Don't yoke yourself with one who there, there is a balance, a difference in, in the power and really in the purpose of of that that task, right? So do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Believers, don't yoke yourself to to an unbeliever. And then there there are five rhetorical questions. It says, for what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? What accord has Christ with Belial? Or what portion does a believer share with an unbeliever? These are two completely different lifestyles. These are two completely different purposes. Righteousness, lawlessness, fellowship of darkness, light and darkness, 
Christ and and Satan, the believer and an unbeliever. What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God, as God says. And now we have an Old Testament scripture reference. This is, as God says, I will make my dwelling among them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Therefore, go out from their midst and be separate from them, says the Lord, and touch no unclean thing. Then I will welcome you. And I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. Now, this is, this is incredibly instructive for us. If, if we remember the, the, the context of this, big picture is, is true apostles, false apostles. Right way of doing ministry, wrong way of doing ministry. And here, Paul is, he's... He's admonishing the Corinthians not to align themselves with those who do ministry the wrong way. Those who, he says, you can't partner with the world to do the work of the Lord. He says, you can't partner with the unrighteous and, and, and do the work of ministry. You, you, you can't lock hand in hand, arm in arm. Now, I know we teach this when it comes to marriage. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think this might have application when we think about going on a business venture. But listen, marriage and a business venture, that's not the point here. Those could be applications. But really the point here is it's ministry. It's gospel ministry. It's doing the work of the ministry, moving the gospel forward. He's saying we, 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 shouldn't, we shouldn't take on the world of ways, their, their methods, their motives, and we certainly should not partner with them. This is part of why churches must be very careful in the way they appoint leaders. We can't have a person that is wise in the way of the world, successful in the way of the world, and then come into the church, especially if they're not a believer, and say, oh yeah, we want you to lead this. Not, that, that's not how it works. Again, remember, big picture. We are jars of clay. We have these, these, these cracks where the glory of God shines out because the work that we do, it's not based on our strength, but based on God's work through us. And so when we go and we partner with the, the world and those who are strong of the world, those who have ability, and we say, hey, we want you to come be part of our ministry, even though you're not in the same page as us, even though you're not redeemed yet, we, we hope that you will be, but we, we don't join you into our ministry so that will happen. We've got to be very careful because when we do that, we're, we're putting our hope on methodology and human strength instead of a trust in the Lord. Instead of being the jars of clay where his glory and his power and his might shine through us. Don't, don't be unequally yoked. There's a different purpose. There's a, a power imbalance Instead, the ancient way for the modern day. This might sound incredibly backwards. This might sound so uh, foolish. But the ancient way for the modern day is to trust in the Lord. In the methods that he's laid before us. Trust in the, the plain, open preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Trust in, as fellow believers, locking arm in arm with other believers, regardless of how maybe intellectual intellectually elite we might be 
regardless of the talents we bring to the table, recognizing that God, he, he can use us regardless of how weak we are because he is immeasurable in his might and in his wisdom and in his power and in his glory. And so when he uses the weak vessels that we are, his power shines through. And guess who gets the glory? It's not your pastor. It's not your yourself. It's not your ministry team or it's not your church. It's the Lord. It's the Lord. See, our ancient way for our modern day, when we think about the purpose of ministry, specifically the church, but any gospel ministry, when we think about that purpose, we must be very careful not to be unequally yoked. This is the ancient way for our modern day.